When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Hey, Laura. Happy Wine Wednesday. Glad you found the record button. I know. I was struggling here for a minute. (laughs) We were like, "Uh, we're first timers with this apparently. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and for once it was you because usually I'm always the one acting like I've never done this before no I'm just not I I don't know I guess I'm not used to recording on zoom except the once in a while when we do it and so even though there's only like eight buttons I'm like where's the record button <laughs> um by the way so we are recording over zoom I have a fake background and Laura has a real background that is her new like leopard wall in her babe cave oh my god if you guys haven't seen it go to her post it's so freaking cute I am so obsessed with it like I had the vision I sent it to my dad and so my dad um he used to be um the head of the sign department for In-N-Out Burger so he retired from In-N-Out probably a little over four years ago now and um so he was always like my go anytime I needed a sign I needed any type of like something made. He was always my go-to and I don't have him as that anymore, but he's still very close with one of the guys that worked for him who still works there. And so I told my dad, cause he doesn't have any equipment. He used to have a ton of equipment, but it's all been outdated because he used to like run his own business, um, out of our home. He had his own shop before he started working full-time with in and out anyways, I'm getting into the weeds here, but he, um, so I like, was like, will he be able to like help me do this. If I tell you what I want, he was like, yeah, let me know what you want. And so I like sent him some like inspiration photos. And I was like, I don't want my whole wall. I just kind of want like, kind of just like a big chunk of my wall. And I want it to be big spots. And, um, he like sent me like a mock-up of it. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I want. And then like my dad put it up in like two hours and I was like, oh, I'm obsessed. This is way better than me. Like buying a wallpaper. Cause I originally wanted to wallpaper that wall. And I just got like, I'd watch YouTube videos and I was like, this looks so hard. <laughs> it looks so good. And it's probably way better than if you were to have searched for a wallpaper and had to like settle for something that you like, that wasn't exactly what you were thinking. Well, yeah. And wallpapers were so expensive. And then I was like, if I like screw it up and I get bubbles or I tear it, like, 
or if I don't do it right and it starts falling down, like with this, all I had to do was buy the vinyl. And I think my all the vinyl I had to buy was like 60 bucks or something. And then, so it was so cute. like, literally I like came, my dad came and did it while I was at work last week. And I like came home and I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> so. We will have to repost that post where you shared the official reveal. Okay. Of I'll try to remember. So yeah. So, so now bad. I'm like, all my other walls are still blank. So I've been, I did order one piece of, um, I ordered a print, like a real housewives themed print, um, that Wait, should be here in the real next week or themed print. What? What do you mean? Real housewives themed print? So it was called, it's, um, it's called the last real housewives supper or something like that. And it looks like a last, it's like a drawing type print and it looks like um the last supper like picture you know oh, but with the housewives but with memory like with like iconic moments from like big housewife dinners that like so if you're a big so fan of Teresa like flipping the table exactly so you'll see all the different housewives that have had these like iconic like dinner moments so I um, love I, it yeah I was like trying I was like what do I need like stuff that's like super me and I was like if it's it had to be like real housewives Britney Spears I found like some Britney Spears <laughs> prints that I was thinking of getting like I was like I just wanted to all be like super totally okay. Laura stuff that like Jeff would never like want kind <laughs> of just like his office is all the stuff I would never want yes. in my house <laughs> you're like thank god we don't share an office <laughs> yeah so um I did order that so I'll have to get that framed and so I'm just I've found a lot of things I've liked and I wanted to just buy things so I could put them up but I was like no I need to just be patient and like wait until I find things that I like really like so when I found that Real Housewives one I was like oh this is perfect so I ordered that last week how did so. you even think like did you just stumble upon that picture or were you like hmm, I want to find a, a last supper themed picture with the Real no Housewives I wanted something Real Housewives so I was trying to I knew there was this okay. artist who he does um it's called like drunk I don't remember. It's drunk something. I'll have to look it up. But he basically does these like crazy cartoon drawings of housewives, like during memorable, like drunk scenes. And so I was looking at some of his stuff, but like nothing was like totally like jumping out at me. And then, so I was like, I'm just going to like start looking on like Etsy and just other websites for like housewife themed prints. And so I just started like scrolling and scrolling and there was some funny ones but like this like oh I didn't I was like I couldn't commit to a specific person or a specific <laughs> like franchise so this I felt like covered like all the bases so I can't wait to see it yes so speaking of like housewives and causing a riot and just like people being <laughs> tables and all Hey, the whole topic of you interrupting the podcast keeps coming up from someone. I know. Well, Isn't okay. So, so annoying. We brought it up last in last week's episode that somebody had like complained that I always interrupt you and we talked about it and then numerous people, did people bring it up to you too? Or was it just to nope. me? It was just to you until this. So I think it was just to you. We addressed it on the podcast. So there's not much that we get asked that we don't address on the podcast. Like the only time we've ever had to draw a line is if we're like, 
yeah, our moms don't need to know about our sex life or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's like a line that we'll draw. So we don't draw many lines. Like we'll talk about criticism and everything. So we addressed it and we addressed it as a non-issue. And then somebody brought it up to you again. Yeah, like numerous people. Well, not only did the person like bring it up, some well, I don't know if it's the same person, but somebody brought it up again. But then when I posted that and I addressed it again, um, I then started getting numerous other ones being like, yeah, seriously, like let Stephanie talk kind of thing. And I was just like, are you freaking kidding? I like sent it to you. And I was just like, I, I'm just like, oh my God, like I know being anonymous, like you can say whatever you want. And like, it truly doesn't bother me. But at like some point it's just like, okay like because it's one of those things that like it doesn't bother you because like we know that's not true like we don't change the way that we talk on the podcast versus real life like we know that's not true um we've addressed it for anybody that wanted to know but to use the anonymous question box and the only reason we use the anonymous question box is because we actually get questions like for some reason when we use like the question box where you can ask one and your name's attached to it good or bad questions nice or not nice we don't get many questions that way and we do when we ask get ask anonymous questions so that's why it's we so do true. it yeah and we so get for somebody to be taking advantage of not having their name attached to something to keep ask once that's fine we addressed it but then I mean but one person, more people, whatever it is, like now it's getting old. Like, well, listen to the episode. to be fair, it wasn't even a question. <laughs> but like, somebody messaged me that. So you had messed, you had kind of like gotten super annoyed about us the story and was just kind of like, this has already been addressed. Like, this is getting annoying. Like, jump off of it. And then the next day, I did an anonymous question box and got somebody that was basically saying, like, do you guys even take, um, feed, it was feedback. The word was feedback. Do you guys even take feedback on your podcast or do you even want feedback or something? Because Laura seemed really defensive yesterday when, um, answering to people's like feedback or whatever. And I was just like, Oh, absolutely. Like we take feedback all the time. Like, have you not listened to the podcast? We make fun of criticism all the time. Um, it's just a matter of it already being addressed and already like, we're over it. And like, you're making it a thing that it's not. And that it's like, are you wanting us to fight? Like, are we, it's, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and try to like, this is our conversations. Stephanie says she doesn't have an issue with it. I, I'm sure I do it. I know my mom used to yell at me as a kid all the time that like, I was such an interrupter. So yeah, I'm sure I do, but it's, we're literally just like best friends having a conversation. Like this is how our conversations go. That's the thing is I'm sure I do it too, because when, when you talk with somebody in real life and then they say something that like gets you excited or like strikes a memory or something like you just like blurt it out. That's just like, this isn't a work conversation. This isn't a zoom meeting, like for work. This is like two friends having fun. Um, but like, I got so many, I don't know about you, but I got so many messages from people supporting us saying, you guys do not do that. Like I, that doesn't bug me. I've never noticed that, whatever. Somebody even mentioned, um, zoned in on the word that person used when they messaged me and they were like, that's not feedback. That's criticism. Yeah. Like what they're giving you is not feedback on the, on the podcast. They're criticizing something that you do on the podcast. Yeah. Like if you just do don't like the style of somebody t- of how people talk like 
Because that's the thing. What we get is criticism. It's not feedback. Telling us we use certain words too much. Telling us like the way we talk and our personalities, like that is not feedback. That is criticism. And I just don't. I just as well too. Exactly. And I think I was like fine. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so annoying. It was when somebody like straight with it was like, uh, they like gave a bunch of clapping hands and were like, I totally agree. Like, um, you need to give Stephanie her moment to say her piece. And like, and it was, what was it? It was like something about me valuing like what you say or something. Oh yeah. It had something to do with like, you should, you should show value to what she's saying or I don't, something about value, but it's like, there's been so, okay. So this is a podcast with two best friends. There's times where I have more going in my life than you. And there's times when you have more going on in your life than me for a long time in the beginning with my whole dating chronicles and everything. I honestly felt like, oh my God, I, it, this is like the Stephanie show. I'm sharing way too much. Like, th- like this is our podcast, not mine, but it's just like, that's the thing is like, sometimes there's more going on. You're buying a car, you're getting a new job. You're, you know, doing all these things and I'm doing nothing. And then there's times when I'm doing all these things and bringing Jordan Diakma and yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, it flip-flops. It's not yep. my show or your show. Like it's our show. Yeah. So, I mean, like we said, if you want to complain, feel free, but we'll probably just text each other and like (laughs) talk shit because we get annoyed with this type of criticism. That's that's the thing. This topic we're done with. So I feel like anybody that writes anything to either of us about this topic, like we're not going to discuss this on the podcast anymore. We're not going to like, we're not going to share and talk about it in our stories anymore, but if you have feedback, give us feedback. If you have criticism, give us give us criticism. How many times have we come on this and just laughed about the criticism? Like, you're right. I say uh way too often. Yeah. You're right. Laura says like way too like we can laugh at each other ourselves. We can talk about how we type on our keyboard through the whole episode. Like we have no problem with criticism or feedback, and we are very capable of laughing at ourselves. So we don't want it to be like, oh, anonymous questions, but we're gonna be like super bitches and if you say anything negative, like, no, it's just when you press something and then we address it, like we wanted us to address it and then you keep pressing it. It's annoying. Like at that point, it, it's like picking on someone and almost like bullying. And somebody actually did say that. Like somebody did say like, there's somebody like bullying you guys right now. Like they're wanting, they're wanting to like come in between you or whatever. And that's where I was like, Okay, is that even happening? Is somebody trying yeah. to like come in between us? And that's where it's not cool. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I like love the anonymous box because I feel like it has brought us like better questions and topic ideas and things like that because it is so much easier to like say some like thing that I'm like, oh, like yesterday I or a couple days ago, I like, got a question somebody was asking me about um, like about selling underwear to make money. <laughs> Or selling like your used underwear to make money. And I was like, and the person actually messaged me on the side. and was like, Hey, that was my question. But it was like, most people would be like, if somebody wanted to ask that, they never would ask it if it wasn't oh. anonymous. But oh, with that, story, people will also be the selling the underwear thing. We were dead serious about that. Yes. Like it was funny. <laughs> Brea texted me last night and she's like, I'm serious about it. Still, I'm going to write up a whole business plan. <laughs> But I just, I think while it's awesome because people like have asked us a lot of great questions and it has started a lot of great conversations, it also just gives an excuse for people to hide behind their keyboard and say whatever they want to say that they wouldn't say to us otherwise. 
and we know that going into posting it every time and like I said I don't want to like make anyone not ask a question they want to ask or not give feedback or, or criticism just as long as it's not that thing next time yeah <laughs> let's talk about something we haven't talked about yet like it's find something old. else wrong with us yes please find something else to criticize us on we're happy to hear it <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways how is your weekend I know you had like a long weekend with Jordan and but we haven't really talked since you got back yesterday so yeah it was so much fun so Jordan works for a company that's just like I think it's still considered a startup but they're pretty big now um they're just over the top, like in everything they do. It's an agency recruiting company, which is basically like sales in recruiting. And um, how they like reward their top performers is just insane. So we get a really good quarter. We got three a three-night stay at a hotel in Huntington Beach. And it was just something all the time while we were there. Yeah. Um, so it was just like a whole different world that I'm used to and you know, the public sector. So we got there Thursday and he had a team dinner. So I like took myself on a little dinner date and then met up with him afterwards um, at a bar and we got bottle service. I'm like, I haven't gotten bottle service since I was like 22 (laughs) (laughs) on a Thursday night at that. So we're like mixing vodka shots and like, I don't know what else I drank. It was, it was a small group of us. I think there was like eight of us. And, um, that was a lot of fun. Super hurting on Friday morning. I'm glad I didn't have to go anywhere. Jordan did have to go um, to his event. But his event was like right below our room. So I was able to like sit on the balcony and like watch his whole event happen and like watch him <laughs> get his promotion and all of that. So that was Oh, really that's fun. nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then So what did you do? Party. What did you do during your day of getting to do whatever you wanted while he was doing like work stuff? I worked a few hours in the morning from the room and was super hungover and just trying, (laughs) just trying to like hydrate and get my life back together. Like there were a couple other girls that uh, were with us the night before. And one of them was like really bad. Like she was like super, super drunk. And like everybody knew it at the bottle service thing. Like I wasn't that bad. I was just drinking vodka mixed with like orange juice and cranberry juice shots and I'm not used to like that much sugar yeah we're doing shots so for me it was just like this major headache so I chilled and then got ready and then there was an after party at the um same place we went the night before it's called bungalow and I mean they are just over the top it was like open bar like you could go get whatever kind of drink you wanted at the bungalow they had sushi they had bear flag people bringing trays of pokey around they had like one of those like balboa bar carts Uh balboa bars and frozen bananas um like just so much it was so much fun and then the next day was a pool party so they like took over the pool and had a dj and it was just a lot of fun it was like order whatever you want they also had like um Kate, like not catered but like buffet style like you could just go get like chicken tenders and stuff and same thing open bar and that night we just went to dinner the two of us and were invited out with some people that out ended up meeting main street in Huntington Beach and we were like thank you but no thank you so 
Oh. <laughs> when you go to bed. <laughs> um, and then we left the next day, but it was just a whirlwind of a weekend. Like so fun to see him like in his element, fun to see him doing so well and getting recognized for it. And then just like, for sure. I like he works hard and, you know, get earns this. And then I just get to tag along and enjoy all of it, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how much money is spent on like these types of events it's a lot it's like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah because they put like the people that were there so anybody that was there build over a certain amount in the quarter this is a quarterly event too they do this four times a year (laughs) this is a q2 event and um, so they put anybody that bills over a certain amount in a hotel, um, you either get three nights or two nights, depending on what you build. Um, and then they do all of those events. And so are they always stuff. like a hotel, like for two or three nights? I believe so. So it was obviously like they were doing things different during COVID. Um, but since then, it's been like a different hotel. Um and then you get, yeah, it's either two or three nights, depending on what you bill. And if you don't hit the target that you build, then you don't get to go to the event. Then you have to watch it from home on Zoom while it's happening. <laughs> oh, so you still like watch the event happen. Not the whole weekend, but like the award ceremony and the rec- like where they recognize sure. people. Um, but I mean, it's crazy to me. It blows my mind. Like, I'm just like, it's so over the top. And like, some of it just feels so unnecessary. But I also am not, I don't work in sales. So like that whole mindset of like having to like hustle for a paycheck and like hustle for your livelihood and like, just be like gritty. And like, I have a job with a salary and I like just have to do my job. Like, I don't have to like hustle like people in sales. So shout out to anybody in sales. Like, I'm sure it's freaking hard because that's why they do events like this is A, the recognition, but also like, it's really motivating. Like Jordan's missed out before. Like he had a hard, much harder first quarter than he did the second quarter and missed out on the first quarter event this year. So it's very motivating when you miss out and then watch their Instagram stories all weekend to be like, yeah, I'm not missing the next one. <laughs> yeah. And that's probably part of why they do it too, is it's not only, it's like a motivation. Like when you don't get it, like, Hey, I need to get my like shit and gear. Totally. No, but absolutely. Has he, he's got like, this is his first one he's gotten since you've been together though. First one we've gotten since we've been together. Um, the, when we first met, I went to, um, I think it was the Q3 awards thing last year. Um, but we didn't stay at the hotel. We just went to the event and they've kind of changed it since then to now. And like, they've changed like the levels of how you can, um, earn your nights at the hotel or whatever. But it, it's crazy. Like the they've already announced the Q3 event will be, I think it's in November at the Ritz Carlton in where is that like Dana Point or whatever. Yeah. Um again. So it's just it's so crazy. It's like you have the when you work there, you have the potential of four st- paid staycations three times a year. Yeah. <laughs> or, sorry, four times a year. Yeah, you it's need wild. and then this gets you to motivate him to be like come on bust your ass oh yeah and I mean just like just watching the award ceremony like it is very motivating like there are some people like I'm sure in sales in general like there's some people that just seem like a little bit like 
over the top and I don't want to say sleazy, but just salespeople. Like when you yeah. think of salespeople, like there's definitely those people there, but there are so many just like hardworking, motivated people too. Like I met a bunch of his friends and liked every single one of them. And like, I can tell like the people he's gravitated towards at work are like the people that are like killing it. And I'm like, yeah, keep hanging out with them because like, there's something to say about hanging out with people that are doing, like they always say, I don't Absolutely. remember the points. So don't, I'm not, maybe it sounds stupid trying to say it, but they always say that thing that like, if you're the smartest person in the room, like you're not going to go anywhere. However that quote goes, like it is, yep. like, you want to be surrounded with people that are doing better than you because that's going to be motivating. And um, I could tell like, you know, I'm not saying he has friends that are in all different kinds of levels, but he has a lot of friends that are freaking killing it. And I'm like, yeah, those are the, those are the kind of people that you want to hang out with and get motivation from. So Absolutely. it was fun. I was so grateful. Like, I don't know who else he would take, but me, <laughs> <laughs> but I was still like grateful to be included and like, so grateful that like his boss does this and you know, the spouses or bring a friend or whatever people do like get to enjoy it too is just, so awesome. Yeah. That's really nice that it's not just them for the whole weekend. They, they do allow them to bring like their significant others or whoever. So that is so cool. And you guys are celebrating 10 months today. 10 months. I know I didn't realize it until later in the day. And I was like, cause somebody had asked us over the weekend. They were like, Oh, how long have you been together? We got asked so many times. Like, I think people just don't realize like how long we've been together or if we're new or not new. We got asked if, if we've gotten engaged. We got asked when we're getting engaged. We got asked if we live together. We got asked just like everybody acts like they like just know nothing about us, you know? So like, he's getting the heat though. <laughs> All the tough questions. <laughs> um, no, but we, we told them, we're like, it's been about 10 months. So I remember that conversation with somebody over the weekend. And then I looked at my um, calendar today and I was like, oh my God, today's our 10 months. Oh, 10 months of loving I'm like you. shocked. Okay. The last that... month was nine months of liking you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're right. And now it's 10 months of loving you. Um, can we discuss this weekend? Somebody had asked you, um, they were having, I don't remember what they asked you, but it was something about like comparing this relationship to your last um, with, uh, Mr. Boss Moves and you, in your response, you were like, if you want to like, listen to that whole story and you shared the episode, which was episode 22, I believe, which was your breakup. And I was like, oh my God, we're on currently episode 73. How was the MBM breakup already 22 episodes ago? Or not 22, no, more like, than 20, like 50, 50 episodes, episodes ago. ago. Like a year. It's been a year. How crazy is that? I'm shocked. Like, I still don't feel like MBM was that long ago, but I also feel like you and Jordan have been together. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, it's, I was just it's shocked. It's weird for me to think about too. Like, it's weird because like, I don't really think about MBM anymore. And like, we don't talk and... But at the same time, it doesn't, so it's like, it's been a really long time since we've talked, but at the same time, like, it doesn't feel that long, which is weird. But like yeah. you said, like, it feels like I've been with Jordan forever. So it's like this weird, like, what even is time? Like, I don't know. I, I just forget that, like, we started the podcast and was like, oh my God, this is going to be so fun. We're going to talk about all of stuff's dating chronicles. And then you like got a boyfriend, like what, by episode four? Like, what the heck? 
It was like so fast. Um, but... It was funny. Yeah, somebody apparently they're a little behind, like fifty episodes behind. But wanted wanted an update to know if I ever shared <laughs> ever shared your breakup. So yeah. go ahead and listen, listen to me cry for an hour straight. I'll have, have to it. look at our numbers and see if people went back and listened to that episode. <laughs> Um, so how was your weekend? You texted me about something this weekend. Yes, I did. <laughs> Nothing that exciting. Don't get excited, y'all. No, um, it was a nice weekend. We um like Friday night, we were just gonna have a nice, like casual night. Like there was a brewery that Jeff really likes that we hadn't been to in a long time. So Jeff wanted to go over there and then we were gonna go have dinner at like the packing house or something in Anaheim. And while we were like sitting, so we were at Unsung Brewery and then, um, and I was getting wine from the winery next door. And then Jamie, one of our listeners, she was at our um, WAM meetup that we had earlier this year. It was her birthday on Friday and she had texted me and she was like, Hey, I know it's super last minute, but our plans changed. We're going to watch the Angel and Dodger game at Green Cheek Brewery. If you guys want to like come um, have a drink or something. And I was like, Oh, I was like, so I asked Jeff, I was like, uh, can we just like not have dinner here? And can we go to Green Cheek instead? And so he was like, yeah. So we went to Green Cheek and we hung out with her and her husband and one of her friends for a while. So that was kind of like a fun last minute hang. So fun. It was nice to catch up with her because um, I hadn't seen her. I'm trying it's to think, I guess maybe probably. since our meetup. Because I was, tra- was going to say drag brunch, but drag brunch was before our meetup. But anyways, it was nice to hang out. And then um, Saturday, we were supposed to go to a concert, but like Thursday and Friday, Jeff and I were both kind of like, I don't know, like we just like kind of got like out of the mood of going to a concert, maybe. I think it's because we're also going to a concert this weekend. And so I was just like, I don't know, what do you think? And I was like, well, how about this? Like, I'm going to put up the tickets for sale. And if they sell, great. If they don't, we'll go still like and then so I posted them on Ticketmaster and they like immediately sold. And so I was like, oh, okay. wow. So I was like, now we just, I think I was just like looking forward to having like a day of no plans. So it was supposed to be really hot this weekend. So I was like, let's just run some errands in the morning and then we will have like a pool day. And then like we're having breakfast Saturday morning. And I don't know what came over me, but like when Jeff, like, cause it was literally not even planned. But Jeff was like, um, like, okay, we're like, basically like, what's the plan? Like, what are we doing today? And so we were like, okay, we're going to go to Trader Joe's. We're going to go to Dick's. And I was like, why don't we go ring shopping? Ring shopping? No, what did you say about Trader Joe's and you're going to go where? Dick's. Oh. You're so weird. (laughs) Dick's morning is weirdo. so immature. I was like, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> we go camping at the end of the month. So we wanted to look at some camping stuff at Dick. So anyways, you're totally like ruining the punchline of the story, Steph. Sorry. <laughs> okay, back to the story. <laughs> and then so I just like threw in ring shopping and he was like, and he like basically laughed at me and I was like, what the heck, man? And um, he was like, Why? And I was like, why do you think? <laughs> I was like, because you need to know like the size and what I want and all that. Like we've been, t- we've talked about this, but like you have literally zero clue, like what I want. And he just like, kind of like, he was, he kind of like was not standoffish. He was just kind of like. Caught off guard. Caught, he was super, he was like, you can't just like 
that's exactly what he said. He was like, you can't just like spring this on me. I was like, well, how do I bring it up without it? Be- anytime I mention it, it's going to be springing in on you. I was like, would you like me to write you a note next time? And anyways, I just immediately got annoyed. I like left to go like get ready. I like came out like 20, 30 minutes later and he was like, okay, let's go. And I was like, and I, so of course me being the dramatic person I am, I was like, no, I don't want to go. And he was like, shut up. He was like, I just needed a second to think about it. He was like, obviously I think that's the smart thing to do. He's like, cause in my mind, I want it to be a surprise. I want it to be spontaneous. He's like, but that doesn't make sense for me to get something that one, you might not like Two, It fits your pinky. Cause I don't know your size. Like, <laughs> he's like that doesn't make sense. He's like, so I just needed a minute to like digest he's like I think we should go I do need to know these things so um, oh my god yeah so we went and it was so we went to the um the jeweler that I've like I've followed them on Instagram for like ever they were like who I was like adamant on wanting to like go get my ring through um so we went over there and then uh we like walked in and it's just probably thinking like oh my God, like this girl. Cause I like literally was like, okay, I want this. I want this. I want this. I like that. I don't like that. Like I immediately, I'm just like <laughs> bouncing off everything that like, I already know I like and don't like. And, and I could just, I'm like looking at him and his, he's just his, like, I like, it's just all right over his head. Like he has no idea what I'm even talking about. And, um, and so we just asked questions and they wrote, they did my sizing and wrote down basically like all of the different styles I really liked and stuff. And then um, they gave them to him and he's good to go whenever it happens. Is that how it works? Like normally, like when you go, did you go ring shopping with your ex? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause I did not like mine was just a surprise. Like it was just, he picked it. Oh yeah. Um, no. Well it was, so we never went to the actual jeweler. Like we were going to use but um, it was like one day we were just at the mall and we went to like K's or Zale, like, you know, like the big chain stores. Okay. And I just, I had told him to like two or three different styles I liked. And then he had something custom made that like incorporated those styles. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause I was like, this sounds like an amazing way to go ring shopping. Like you actually get what you want. <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny when we were in there, it's like just a ton of cu- couples and I was like laughing because I was like, do you notice like it's all the girls talking and all the guys <laughs> just sitting there sweating. <laughs> <laughs> they need to serve beers to the guys in there. They did. Like, they offer you. Oh like, my God. Yeah, they're like, do you want a beer, white claw, champagne? Like, what did you take? Did you take a beer? No, we ended up, we were only planning on being in there. We were only in there like 20, 30 minutes. Uh, okay. I'm getting so excited. When you text me this weekend and said like, Jeff and I went ring shopping. I was like, oh my God. Like, there's no way in hell it's not happening before the end of the year. I mean, I would be not pissed, but I would be like, what are we waiting for at this point? <laughs> I mean, I like, he has not asked for my permission yet. But... <laughs> <laughs> um... No, I feel like it's like, I mean, definitely before the end of the year, but hopefully not that long. Yeah. I feel like with just different conversations we've been having more of lately and stuff, like I'm like, okay, I feel like, cause now at this point I have nothing I'm waiting for, but except for it to happen. Like 
like this is it like okay when is it happening yeah so and you know like this is something that like definitely has been on your mind I'm sure it has been on your mind but it's never on the guy's mind more than it's on the girl's mind like let's just be you know what I mean like we think about all of that stuff more but um you guys did like it is a fact that you had a lot going on the last two years like we were in a pandemic and you know Jeff um losing his dad and you guys buying a house and getting a dog and like all of these like huge life things that like probably wouldn't have made the moment special when it's happening and like just chaos around you is happening you know so like I know it sucks to wait but I think Jeff did do the right thing by when he does it like at least it's gonna be a moment that you can really just enjoy it without anything else happening and imagine like I can only imagine had it happened two years ago I would have just been more frustrated had another reason to be pissed off at the pandemic and ruining all of my plans in life so yeah I think um everything has happened for a reason our timeline has all like played out for specific reason and um I've never had any doubt that he was my person and that he felt the same way but it was still just nice to have that next it will be nice to have that next like level of commitment I guess oh can't wait for your wedding I know <laughs> so fun uh, it'll so, be, the, so then people will be like can you guys not talk about Laura planning her wedding I don't care <laughs> we're like kind of sick of it it's gonna become the wedding planning podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. um so that was definitely the highlight of your weekend I'm sure but anything else um no so that was pretty much it and then yesterday we just uh we went to brunch with um Brian and Annie and then uh had a pool day the rest of the day so, so nothing, fun. nothing exciting we- the rest of the weekend it was just a nice fun weekend to chill we hadn't seen we hadn't hung out with them really in over a couple of weeks because they had been out of town so it was nice oh that was nice you guys got to hang out then yep for sure we did get a question in our dms on the wom page from somebody um who said or she wants to know how you knew that you were financial how you knew that you were ready financially to buy your first home like what were kind of the steps that you and jeff like what through or came to oh, well, it's time to buy so my first home I bought when I was 20 I always forget that you own your a condo too yeah so I own my own place as well that I still own I rent it out um I bought that in 2008 I was like 23 24 Um, which is crazy to say I was so young. I feel very fortunate that I had that opportunity. And honestly, like it was kind of a, I had moved out of my apartment because I was um, having issues with roommates. I moved back home because I was looking for a new place to live. The market happened to crash big time, um, as we all know, during that time. And it became apparent that buying a house was going to be substantially cheaper than me going and renting a new apartment. Um, because I hadn't, the market crashed and I hadn't been preparing to buy a house. Cause I mean, I literally had been in a, my first big girl job for like six months. Like I hadn't, it's not like I've been like working 
full-time job out of college for that long, I hadn't been preparing and saving this money for a down payment, not thinking it was something that was in my near future. And I just got super lucky that um, I had parents that were able to front me money for a down payment so that I was able to like be ready when I like in that moment. And um, so, I mean, when the housing market drops substantially, especially in Southern California, I'm just thankful I was able to jump on that. And I, I haven't sold it because if you knew what I pay for the mortgage on that thing, like it's just, it's stupid to even think about selling it. So it's a great investment. So that I plan, I mean, I've been working hard on trying to pay that off early. So I have big goals of having that paid off in the next 10 years. Um, and then, I mean, with Jeff and I, same thing, we've just been in like fortunate situations. Like he had owned a um, condo before me that he was able, um, that he had sold and he had made a little bit of money on. And so he was waiting for the opportunity to want to buy again. And so we were kind of just, and we were lucky where we bought literally a month before the market skyrocketed. So we, right in the beginning of the pandemic before, like who freaking has like this insane pandemic that we have never seen before and the market for buying a house just became like the most insane thing we've ever seen. Isn't that wild? Like we could sell our house today. We've owned our house exactly two years and we could probably make already like $400,000 on the house. Like that's insane. insane. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, because I've, mine have all been like unique situations. I don't really know how, you know, when you're ready, I definitely think it's not safe to get in over your head. Um, but I do think if you are given the opportunity and you can have the money, um, and save for a down payment. And when you get to that point, um, obviously I'm a big fan of owning property and I hope I can continue to eventually own more properties. And, um, cause I think it's an awesome investment. Like there's somebody, I wish I knew her name. There's somebody I follow on Instagram and she talks a lot about like purchasing like other properties and like the top States and the top cities in those States to buy, like just these like duplex, like just buy small cheap properties that you then like they're so cheap that you're able to just, um, hire like, uh, property management. And like, I would love to be able to invest in a bunch of property one day. I'm not in a situation where I could even think about doing that right now, but it would be a dream oh, to be able to do that. It would, it would be a dream. Cause I mean, that is something like historically that is just, it's an investment. It's going to make you money. And then it's also something that like, you can hand down, like whether you have kids or not, it's like, it's something that you can hand down to whoever, you know? Um, but it's crazy. Like I was thinking about, um, home buying the other day. I forgot what struck up the conversation with somebody, but I was basically just thinking about like how hard it is to buy a home for our generation, you know, like it just, it it is, unless you are lucky enough. And, And I know, I'm lucky enough that when I'm ready and I'm like stable enough and settled down enough to do it, that I also am going to get help from my parents with a down payment. They did that for my sister. She was ready before I was. So, but I know not everybody is lucky enough to have that help. And without that help, it's really, really hard. But I also think about like, okay, so when I retire, 
if I don't own a home and have like a fixed mortgage and know what my mortgage is or have my mortgage paid off by the time I retire or sell it and move somewhere where I can downsize, I'm going to be in the situation where I'm renting as a retired person while rent goes up insane amounts. Like Jordan's rent just went up like $130 a month. Like you cannot afford that on a fixed income. Like Buying yep. a home, if you can do it, and or saving if you cannot do it, is so important because I can't even imagine how life would be being a retired person on a fixed income and renting with rent prices today. I know because it's so it's so much unknown. You just like don't and you have no control, especially living here where it's just like if you want to live like in a decent area and like if you want your own place and not to just like rent a room or something. It's just like it can be absolutely crazy. And I don't, um, I don't let it, uh, I'm aware of how fortunate I am. And I do feel like, um, very blessed in that sense. So, um, I wish I had more advice on knowing when you're ready financially, but just don't get in over your head. Like when you think you've budgeted out and thought it all out, like do it again and think of every scenario and, um, make sure you're, able to also have extra income to save because when things happen to your house, it's freaking expensive. <laughs> yeah, and I, w- I would think like, you know, as somebody that hasn't bought a house yet, I would think like things like having no debt would be a reason you would start having that house buying goal as a goal, but that's huge. You know, it's, it's not go- smart to go into you know applying for a loan for a house with debt, you know, and you don't want to yeah, it's, it's just best to have as much paid off, like not, not always, um, not having debt, just being in a financially secure-ish situation because nobody's like fully financially secure. Things come up all the time. Um, but starting to get used to paying money or saving money too, like how you talked about with your car that you never stopped saving a car payment. So your Kia sedan that you drove was like paid off for years you still paid that car payment to yourself so that you never got out of the habit of saving money for your next car. And it's like just being in the habit of like saving money towards whatever it is you're saving for, instead of just spending every dime you make in a paycheck every single week and living seriously paycheck to paycheck. Um, I think just saving money in general yeah. too. Um, yeah. Helps. I think, I think the one thing I can say is if you consistently have to use a credit card, not because you want to earn points, but if you're using a credit card that you're not paying off every month, I would not recommend getting yourself into that because I can tell you from experience that when I had a roommate move out of my first home that I owned, like I was using the credit card all the time because I was I was only prepared to own a home as long as I was renting out a room. So as long as I had a room that wasn't being rented out and I was having to fully pay my mortgage on my own, like I was starting to use the credit card. And that's when I started snowballing myself into more debt. And that's when I started getting like myself into a mess. So definitely it's not just being able to afford it, but it's being able to afford it. And then some just so that you're, not getting yourself in an unfortunate situation. Absolutely. (sighs) Thank you for that question. Um, I forgot who it was that asked, but that was um, a fun random question out in our DMs today. Nice. Um, 
but let's talk weight loss updates. I know you messaged to me this morning and said you're starting to track again today. I, uh, so day one has gone fantastic. Um, yeah, I just, after our episode last week and talking about it, I was just like, thinking about it all week and like, okay, I need to like get back. I need to get on this. I need to, and it was like in the back of my mind all week, but it wasn't enough that like, I was going to like immediately jump on it. But then it was like yesterday, I was kind of like feeling crappy all day. And then I was like, okay, tomorrow, like I'm back at it. Like that's, that's it. And so this morning I just woke up. I reminded myself again. I was like, Laura, you are tracking today. You are like, it was kind of the first normal week. Like I felt like we were going to be cooking again. This We've been like super busy. Things have been kind of like all over the place. Jeff was out of town for a week. So there's just been like a lot going on um, in our personal life that like, I just felt like, okay, this is our first week back to normal. It's a perfect week to like get back in the groove. And um, yeah, so I made my breakfast, my lunch, my dinner. And um, I tried your TikTok peanut butter Reese's whatever your flavor of the week was last week how good was it you love so, it so so good um oh my my, and it's so filling too it's like yeah, no, it was snack or dessert or whatever so I made I made two of them because I did the uh the thin the rice cake thins that they sell at Trader Joe's um wow. so I had like calculated how much peanut butter and chocolate I was going to use and it was enough to smeared on two so I had two of them this afternoon oh my god it was so good so good yeah I might have gone a little heavy on the flake salt so I complained (laughs) last week about um never being able to find flake salt at the store or when I have found it it's been in like massive quantities well immediately um on Wednesday Sarah one of our listeners messaged me and she was like this is a great one on uh Amazon. I immediately ordered it. And then two days later, another one of our listeners, Brittany was like, this is the sea salt I buy. It's amazing. And I was like, oh, I just ordered this on Wednesday. So perfect. I have (laughs) two people. So it was like $5. It's like a ton. Like this all have like salt flakes for life. Um, And so I went a little, I love it so much that I went a little heavy handed, I think on it maybe. (laughs) But because they were so salty, makes it like the salt makes it for sure. I just yeah, I love sweet and salty like that. I just love it. But yeah, no, that was so good. So that was my little afternoon snack. I wanted to eat one like in the afternoon, and then I was going to have one tonight after dinner. But I ate both. (laughs) Love it. I don't blame you. I haven't had one yet today. Um, but my roommate ordered crumble cookies, so I did have a little bit of a couple cr- crumble cookies. And so I think I need to save the peanut butter cup for tomorrow. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm no, not, I'm so, I you liked it and so good. vouch for the hype. Yes. I can vouch for the hype. I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, but yeah, it just felt like really good to be back in the groove today. And I'm hoping I actually decided. So when I first did my first 30 days back in like um, end of March and all of April, I, um, had did my like day in the life video every day, like just as like extra motivation to keep me accountable and stuff. And I had gotten like tons of people saying they like loved when I did that. And I was like, you know what? It did kind of help me. I think like I was super successful that month and I do think that was a part of it. So I'm not saying I'm going to do it every day, but I'm going to start trying to do those a little more again and see how that kind of helps. So I did do one 
I was recording stuff throughout the day today, so I plan on posting one tonight. Yay, I'm excited. I loved when you did those. And I love when, like, anybody does those. They're a lot of work, so props. They are a lot of work. Like, well, I tried to film stuff, and I'm like, first of all, I can't even remember to film at all. That, so that's what I was going to say my biggest issue is, is actually remembering to film throughout my day so that at the end of the day, <laughs> I have enough to make a video. It's hard. So props to you, but they help people a lot. Because whenever I see anybody, um, there's this other girl, I forgot what her Instagram is, but she's one of the ones that you told me about when I first started calorie counting. And she does, like, every single day, like, the what I eat in a day. I'm like, I have no idea how you do this every day, but it is so helpful for ideas. Like, even if I don't do everything you did in that day, just like one lunch idea from your video. Oh yeah. You totally get quick ideas. But like tonight I was so mad because I made dinner. I like sat down to eat dinner and I was like, we didn't record anything of me making dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. I, I'm feeling, feeling all right. So good. Well, well, welcome back. Yeah. So how are you? I mean, now you've been doing back at it for a couple of weeks. How are you feeling? Back at it for a week. Like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Last week when we recorded, <laughs> you had just started. More credit than I deserve though. Um, so kind of a week, like it's been a week. It's been eight days since I started again, but, um, like I'm really, like I talked about before, really just focusing on the weekdays and then weekends, not stressing about it. But if I can do good, I do good. So, um, last Sunday through Wednesday, I did great. I tracked everything. I was on track every day. It was great. And then I went to Jordan's, um, company weekend and that's where it wasn't so great. Yeah. So, um, I stuck to what I said I was going to do. I was going to try really hard on the days that, you know, we aren't together and I did, and then we just had this huge event and it was hard. Um, but I'm, you know, grocery shopping on Sundays and planning my meals and making things super uncomplicated. I will say that for my dinners this week, this week's a little busy for me too. Like I have plans like Tuesday, Wednesday, Fridays. <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't want to like go too crazy on dinner because I'm only going to be home for dinner, like three days, you know? Yeah. So, um, I just bought the air fry, the, I think it's like Tyson air fryer chicken is what, black, it's, what it's called. The blackened chicken. It's not the blackened, like it's actually, it's like a red bag and it says like air fried oh. chicken or something. Okay. Like it's not fried. It's like air fried and then you put it in an air fryer and uh, I've seen this on the gram so much in the last like six months to a year. Like it's been around for a while. It's not new. And I wanted to like it so bad. Like I'm like, if everybody shares it, it has to be good. It is so disgusting. No. It's so bad. Like I took a bite and I was chewing it and I just spit it out. It was so gross. Like I'm like, what are people thinking? It's awful. Like it's so gross. It's not edible. Like that's how bad. I was getting so hyped for this. I was like, "No, it's awful!" Like you can't believe everything you see on Instagram. Like I don't know how people are eating it. Or I got just like this awful, awful batch because it was so gross, Laura. Oh my gosh! I was okay. I I actually don't know how many calories it is because I haven't had it while tracking. But I see. I learned about them because a ton of people post about them in the Instagram community, but it's, have you tried the just bear nugs from Costco? Oh, that's the white, the ones in the white bag. It's like a white and green bag. There's like a Chick-fil-A dupe and yes. 
they're so they're expensive like a bag is like 20 bucks but it's a huge bag like you'll have chicken nuggets for days exactly I and need to I, get my ass to Costco and just buy the good stuff next yes time. so I I need to double check what the calories are but I popped some of those in the air fryer and I was putting them on salads which I know you're like allergic to salads but um yes. <laughs> I was putting it on salads. I was eating them just as chicken nuggets. I was like, do when Jeff was out of town, I was having those like with all sorts of different meals, like those wow. with the dill pickle crunchy salad, like bag thing. Oh, it was so good. That was like my jam, but yes. um, I need to get to Costco. Cause like I, cause you mentioned the blackened chicken strips and I've had those too. Those aren't breaded. They're just blackened. Yeah. And those are fine. Those are good. Yeah. I've but never actually had those. I've never found good. them before. Yeah, steer clear of the ones that say air. Like, I don't know what was wrong with them, but they were awful. But that's where I am with meals. Um, workouts, I think I got three workouts in last week. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it was three, which was good. And then, and I took it really slow last week. Like, I was like doing 10 minute rides on my Peloton. Like, I did not want to hit the ground running like full speed and then just be like, I fucking hate working out and I don't want to do it anymore. So I was doing baby yeah. steps. And then came back after the weekend and was so excited. I was like actually excited to get home and work out because all I read about over the weekend was everybody doing the Lizzo ride. And I'm yes. like, FOMO. I know. Cause <laughs> I, I texted you on that. Friday. I knew you were like out with Jordan, but I like texted you. I was like, oh my God, Lizzo just showed up to the Peloton <laughs> studio and wrote and like, it broke the Peloton internet. <laughs> So I was so excited. I'm like, I know what I'm going to do. And I know it's 30 minutes, which is like jumping ahead of myself on like my progress of time. But I, okay, that 30 minutes, it's kind of like the Spice Girls ride. Like it just flies by because you know, you know the songs, you love the songs. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't done the Lizzo ride yet, do it. It's so fun. Uh, I think that's why that, like the Britney Spears rides used to be like my go-to for a while because yes. like they just went so fast and they were so fun. <laughs> It makes a huge difference when you have a ride. Like I always like click on the rides and look at the playlist. And I'm like, meh, like don't like those songs. Like I will not do a ride if I don't like the songs because I'm, I know it's just going to be torture. Never would start a ride without looking at the playlist first. Same. <laughs> there were days I would sit on the couch watching TV, just scrolling, <laughs> looking at playlists and saving one so that like when I did actually want to get off my ass and work out, I could like go straight to. I want to... I've been like tempted or I'm really scared to ride again because of my leg. Like I'm. If you do do a low impact. Ride. I just no standing. And also just like, don't give a shit. How I know. And I need to trust my body. And if, whatever. I need to trust my body. And if my leg is hurting, I need to stop. But because I haven't gone to a doctor and had a doctor say like, yeah, you are good to ride a bike. Um, it does make me a little nervous, um, because my leg does still bother me, but, um, when I do like activity, so I don't know, but maybe right. Maybe I could at least try a low impact. I don't have to be like getting out of the saddle and stuff like that. And I was like, I was, that's why I was super bummed that I saw that the two for one ride was 30 minutes. I was like, I can't just like jump back in it for 30 minutes, but I could do low impact and just like, I don't have to like do everything they say and stuff so yeah that's that's the thing is you can who, even if you need 10 out of 20 of the minutes to not ride because you're just getting back into it like it's still gonna be fun yeah. but I mean even if that's not the first one you do those little 10 minute um low impact rides are like 
fairly simple for a ride because they are low impact. If you don't like have this weird obsession with trying to like beat your last score, like be number one or whatever, which I don't right now. Yeah. Um, but I also just, it's like three songs in the class is over. Like it's so, like it's so easy, you know? But yeah. I'm the I, same way. Like the only ride I will do when I don't know the songs are um, Alex, I think it's like Alex Toussaint. Is that uh-huh. his name? Yeah. His new tracks ride where he plays like new like hip hop and stuff. Like, and it's hip hop I haven't heard yet. And I always find, I think we've talked about this before. I always find the best music in his classes. Oh, I love today. he's like, like one of I my favorite him. classes. I love him and he's so hot. He is so hot and plays the best music. Yeah, no, I know. And I can even get back into it. Like one of the things when I was like die hard riding my Peloton, um, when like it was, I remember when it was bachelor season and I was riding all the time on Monday nights, I would just do a scene ride, like a scenic ride where you're not taking like a class. And I would, cause as you can see behind me, like my TV is like right by my bike. So I would just put on, I'm like, if I'm going to sit here and watch mindless, stupid ass television for the next like two hours, I could at least ride my bike for 30 of those minutes. So I could even do something like that. Just ride while I watch TV for a little bit, just to like kind of get back in the groove. But the classes are where it's at. That's like where I get the workout. That's what I love. That's what's fun. Um, But it's okay to work up up to that because you don't want to push yourself so much that like you're just over it from the start. Like you want to build up little by little so that you actually are enjoying what you're doing and you're not just like torturing yourself and making an injury worse and dying so you don't want to do it the next day. It's like, Baby, baby steps. Like I went, I did that 30 minute class and I already went back down to 20 minutes today. So sure. like 30 minutes is a long time. So um, I would love I to do, I've still never tried the hardcore on the floor. So I would love to try that at some point. Like there's so much I would, I say I would love to do. And in my mind, like, I do think I really love, would love to try it. But then like when it comes down to it, I just haven't or don't. So um, no, another, another workout that might be good for you to try in the summer when it's hot is, and on days where you need to wash your hair is just swimming laps in your pool too, which is probably so good for your I, leg injury. Except too bad. I only wash my hair like once a week, but <laughs> <laughs> one workout, cause that's, that would be my thing. I'm like, I'm not swimming laps if I oh, that would, wash my hair. So ja- I never jump in the pool. Like ever I never like and Jeff always is annoyed like that I never want to get like don't splash me like I'm always like just on my noodle (laughs) floating around like I never want to get wet and like Saturday Jeff had like already gotten in the pool um and I was still taking care of some stuff in the house and I like I just kind of like snuck out and he was just like not paying attention he was like with the dog or something in the pool and I just like ran out and like flew into the pool and he was like oh my god you jumped into the pool <laughs> like he was not <laughs> expecting it he was like and I was, was like well I have to wash my hair tonight he's like why we're doing the pool day tomorrow I was like but we're going to brunch first I have to do my hair yeah. I have to have brunch hair yeah um <laughs> in which I didn't I did even see... take one picture but we <laughs> <laughs> to look cute while you were there yeah exactly. um I did come across a quote on Instagram today that applies to what we've just talked about. Um, and I, I shared it, but I'll read it here because I thought it was just, you know, a lot of the quotes that you read, you're like, I feel like I read the same quote in like 10 different translations of it. Yeah. Like the same quote. This one was a little bit different to me and I really, really liked it. So it basically says, actually it does say <laughs> action leads to motivation, not the other way around. 
doing one small thing will act as the catalyst for you to do it again and again and again. From those small, consistent actions, you'll progress. From that progress, you'll get more confidence. And with that confidence, you'll take more action. And so the cycle continues. And that's by Jordan Syatt. Love and it. I really love it because I was like, we always think it's the opposite. We think yeah. we have to wait until we have motivation and then we'll take action. And little do we know, we can take like little baby steps of action and that's going to build motivation and progress and confidence and all of that. Like he literally, exactly what everybody thinks is the way that you have to do it, flipped it and it makes perfect sense. Yeah, no, I, I love that. It's so true because you do, you're like, I need the motivation to get started. Like how often are we like just waiting for like that motivation? And it's so true. Like I know when I had lost a substantial amount of weight and I was like on fire for like my tracking and going to WW meetings and I was working out five plus days a week and stuff. It was like all of that, like action was like keeping me motivated. Like I was just in it. It's so true. It was doing all of that just kept me going. And I love that. That's a really good quote. And speaking of Jordan Syatt, um, I, we get like met cause he mentions this. If you guys don't follow him and you need some like hard truth, like weight loss motivation, like he's your guy. Like he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He loves to like bust the myths that are out in the weight loss community. He makes you feel good about like just all of like, it's really just like the simple facts of like losing weight. It's no complicated like thing. And he, um, he's, has a lot of YouTube videos that I had like based my calorie counting off of when I first got started, um, back at the end of March. And, um, he posts all, he does like Q and a boxes constantly in his stories. And like people ask about him being on their podcast. And every time he says, I don't care if you have one listener or a million listeners, I will go on any podcast And he always answers that. And every time he does without fail, we have somebody forward it to us and be like, you guys should get him on the podcast. Um, We we booked him in the beginning of this year, like months and months and months ago. Unfortunately, when you offer to go on anyone's podcast, you're a little (laughs) booked up. So we actually booked him earlier this year and we still don't even have him until the end of this year. So something to look forward to in the coming months. And by months, I mean like five, six months. I don't even remember what the date is. I just know it's like at the end of this year. So this year, but, and we'll obviously do like question boxes closer to that of like what kind of topics you might want us to talk about, but we have ideas already. So we are excited and looking forward to that. And I know a bunch of you are as well, because we get that sent to us often yeah everyone's like book jordan he does anybody's podcast (laughs) so he's booked baby he's been booked booked. um but before we wrap up the episode i just wanted to share another comment that i got um which basically someone not liking this part of our podcast like they don't like the weight loss and the weight loss journey and the weight loss topics of our podcast maybe they're wondering if we could um, shift our program to not include that. And we're just here to say we can't be everything to everyone, nor yeah. do we try to be. So we apologize if you don't like that part. You can listen to all the parts you like and fast forward if we're not the podcast for you. 
we don't take offense to it. We know you still love us because like everybody does. So yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> no, but I think, and you have to remember, I mean, and that's the thing you could have come across us like later on, but since like the day one, like you have to remember like the way Steph and I met was through the weight loss community and the way so many people found us and followed us was through the weight loss community. So this is like really is a big part of our life. It is something that's like important to us. And we get dozens of messages constantly with um, people resonating with the things we say and us giving motivation to other people and things like that. And I think there are a lot of people who do really love us talking about it and it helps me. Like I really enjoy me and you having these like conversations because these if there's anything we don't talk about, it's, we don't dive into our weight loss journeys, like on a day-to-day basis. So definitely. And I think it like ebbs and flows. It's like when we are like on it and trying really hard or wanting to get on it, like it comes up a lot. And when we're like sucking and not really on it, like it doesn't come up a lot. So like when we say we talk about what's going on in our lives, like that's it. Like we don't just talk about it to talk about it. Like we talk about it if it's going on in our lives or like a thought in our mind or whatever. So we're sorry you don't like that part, but we hope you still want to hang out. Exactly. And (laughs) yeah. And if, and when people just say like, there's not things that they want us to talk about, well, also give us some ideas of things you do want us to talk about. Cause while we do love just talking about our life and shooting the shit, we also do like to come up with topics that like you guys want us to talk about, but I know there's a lot of them that we've covered numerous times. So we don't want to like beat a dead horse, but if there are things you do want us to talk about, send them to us. We love to like, think about it, see if we feel like we have enough to talk about with it. And we're happy to take suggestions in that way. Absolutely. And on that note, Laura, I think it's time to hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what is your, wait, no, before I ask what your flavor of the week is. So I, I wanted to just like cover off on, I was like all over your flavor of the weeks this last week. So like I said, I tried the Reese's peanut butter ice cake, but I also ordered three different types of Lano lips and oh, I love them all. So, um, so I got the one one ointment that, which was so your flavor good. of the week. That was, um, I got watermelon cause that was the only flavor they had that was on like super sale. I think I paid like six bucks for it. Nice. Um, but it's, I love the smell and the, like, it smells good. Um, so that was watermelon. And then I got the lemonade, um, overnight treatment or something it's called. And it's for like, when you like have super chapped lips, put it on, wake up in the morning. And it was like, I used it Friday or Saturday night. My lips weren't super chapped, but they felt a little chapped, put it on. They felt great in the morning. And that like, it's like freaking like putting a lemon drop on your lips. And then Um, what was the other one? Oh, I got like one of their tinted ones too. So it's like, it's like hardly tinted. You just get like a light pink glossy look. Um, but it just feels like all the other ointments, but you get a little bit of like color on your lips too. Um, and I used that yesterday and I loved that one as well. So thank you. I have never heard of Lano lips and now I'm a big fan. Big, big fan. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I like to share when you also influence me to try oh. different flavors of the week. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad I'm glad I hit a home run last week. Yeah. So what's yours this week though? <laughs> uh my flavor of the week this week is from Trader Joe's. It is in their like body 
uh -oh. aisle section, and it is the strawberry lemon sugar scrub. Um, this is obviously seasonal, like any of their body products and bath products are, like they rotate the, the scents or whatever, depending on the season. So buy it now so you have it. It is, it smells amazing. Like it just smells like strawberry lemonade and the scrub is like so perfect. And I know I talked recently on my Instagram about my obsession with Sunday showers. Like I, I shower every day, you guys. I shower seven days a week. <laughs> the Sunday shower is like extra special. Like I like taking like a 30 minute shower and like I do a face mask and a hair mask and I shave my legs and I shave every, everything else. And I do it, I exfoliate my face and I exfoliate my legs. And I just do like the whole like nine yards of a shower. And this has been in my shower, my Sunday shower rotations currently. And it smells amazing. It's like $5.99. So totally worth trying. Um, but buy it now, like go out in the next week or two, because who knows when pumpkin's hitting the shelves. Yeah. Cause pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin scrub will be out in like two weeks. Um, I'll have to try it. I, um, I'm not like a regular scrub user, but I do use it every like week or two. Um, cause I don't think you should use it every time you shower. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like a once a week scrubber. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost out of the current scrub that I've been using. So maybe I should get this to be my next scrub try. Definitely try it. it smells um, so good. Speaking of body products at Trader Joe's though, I've been, have you seen like everybody talking about the SPF face moisturizer? Yes. It's supposed to be like a goop, super goop or whatever. Yeah. It's a dupe of the super goop or goop, whatever it's called. I have hunted. I cannot. That's because like that the super goop's like 30, 35 bucks or something. And I want to say it was like five at Trader Joe's and people were swearing by it. So I was like determined to try it, but I looked again on Saturday and I still haven't been able to find it. Bummer. I know. Check like, the next time I, I always feel so like when there's like hot items, like it's such a thrill of being able to find them. And I get so disappointed <laughs> when I can't, <laughs> but coincidentally, I also have a Trader Joe's flavor of the week. Ooh, sponsored by Trader. Just kidding. I wish. That would be the best. <laughs> that would be the dream. Uh, I don't even, like, you guys don't even have to pay us. Just, like, give us some free stuff. Yeah. Um, anyways, Trader Joe's. Um, probably, like, two months ago now, I'm pretty sure, uh, the Taco Bell Mexican pizza was my flavor of the week. But today, it is Trader Joe's layered beef tostada, which... Trader Joe's doesn't mess around. Like Trader Joe's saw an opportunity. They were like, everybody and their mother is talking about the Mexican pizza. We need to come out with our own Mexican pizza now. And they yes. did. And I finally remembered to grab it when I was there on Saturday. And I decided to make it for lunch today. So it's like so filling. It's um, ground beef and pinto beans and cheese layered between like two crispy tortillas. And then it has like the tomatoes, black olives, green onions on top, whatever. I added a little squirt of sour cream. 460 calories. It's like so big though. Like it's like the perfect meal. I think it was three ninety nine. Um, do you cook it in like the oven air fryer? So or what did you do? I was gonna, I had like put on the oven and then as I'm taking it out of the box, it had like made a comment about the air fryer. And I was like, Oh hell no, I'm not putting the oven on. It's like hot outside. <laughs> Plus like oven takes way longer. I was like, I could have yeah. this meal in like 30 minutes in the oven or in less than 10 in the air fryer. So I put it in the air fryer 10 out of 10 recommend because it got it like crispy and the cheese all like it was perfect in the air fryer 
And like, it has you like defrost it for like a minute in the microwave and then just cook it for, I think five or six minutes in the air fryer. Um, but it crisped up beautifully. It was so good. Like, I mean, like probably even better than a Mexican pizza. What? And it was really good. So if you're, if you're like in on the Mexican pizza train, like I totally recommend it. It's really good. I still haven't tried the Mexican pizza and I'm pretty sure it's still sold out like everywhere. So maybe I need to try this, but I also like when you think about lunch options and how much you spend on lunch, like it's definitely more than $3.99. So if you can pick up one, one or two of these for an easy lunch on your work from home days or whatever for $4 a lunch, that's nothing. It cha- I changed my mindset when I was at Target or at, when I was at Trader Joe's on Saturday. Cause so often I'm like, oh, this is only one, it only make one meal. It's $5, it's $4. Like I was like, I was, cause I've become like Trader Joe's is like my lunch meals now. Like I go to Trader Joe's to stock up the freezer, to have random things to put in the oven or the air fryer to make for myself for lunches during the week. Cause there's like so many great op- like options to like make quick meals that aren't just, cause I get sick of making a sandwich or if I don't want to meal prep something for the whole week, I have these options or the weeks that I don't make it to the grocery store. I know I have like random things in the freezer. And so I was like, Laura, you'll go spend like going and picking up lunch or you spent $4, you made it at home. You saved so much more money. So So I was like, at first I was like, oh, $4 for only one tostada. I was like, um, Laura, it was like $4 and some change at Taco Bell for Mexican pizza. So (laughs) what are you complaining about? So yeah, Trader Joe's layered beef tostada. I totally recommend. I'm sure it's going to be a seasonal item. I don't think it'll be there forever. So get out and get your tostada and your lemon sugar scrub ASAP. Yes. This Not a sponsor. It was brought to you by your favorite trader house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. How cute is it? So one of the guys I work with, he is like Trader Joe's biggest fan. Like he goes like twice a week. His partner he goes every day he works across the street he goes to Trader Joe's every day to pick up stuff um and so for our he actually lives in Chicago and we had a we just did a secret Santa like a Christmas in July secret Santa but we call it Santa like it was like a beach Santa theme um and he his secret Santa got him he collects rings like he's a big like ring guy and he go, she got him a thumb ring that has the coordinates of his favorite Trader Joe's on it. Stop it. He was like, can, they, like send this to, can we do like a cute TikTok and make sure like Trader Joe's sees it or something? That's so cute. I know. And so he did, he like went to his Trader Joe's and was like showing all of them and like telling them <laughs> about it. And everyone was obsessed. But I was like, I that was such it. a cute idea. So, so. cute. Well, just in case Jeff can't afford a ring from your favorite jeweler, he could get you a ring with your favorite favorite Trader Joe's coordinates on it. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. there's there's plan B, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, I'll pass, but sure. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you all for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter and request to join. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or have an iTunes account, don't forget to take a moment, leave us a five-star rate and review. You can even rate us on Spotify. And if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. 
Thanks again. We will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.